Welcome to the Live Awaken podcast, life coaching for women physicians of color. Create more freedom to simply be who you want to be. Do the things that make you feel alive and create a deeper connection with those you love. It's time to choose you. I'm your host, Dr. Pyle patel Guile. Welcome back. Part three, let's keep going. So far, we've laid the foundation, gone through our imaginary to-do list. And now we will talk about hitting rock bottom. Now, hitting rock bottom could mean so many different things to so many different people. And in our line of work, many of us talk about rock bottom when it comes to burnout, when it comes to overwhelm and exhaustion and the lack of work-life balance, if that's even a thing. The inability to have a voice or we think we don't have the ability to have a voice. Other ways of hitting rock bottom could be your own body, your own mind, right? Many people and many women and some of them that I coach, they struggle with their bodies, right? And this could be physically, right? Health concerns, weight, lifestyle, or the mind, anxiety, depression, etc. And finally, there's relational. Relationship with others, and that could include your family, your loved ones, your parents, your siblings, your partners, your children, your in-laws, extended family, your friends, and relationship with self. And for me, I wasn't burnt out at work. And that was mostly because of self-regulation. I was working 60 hours a week before I went to my first maternity leave. I really didn't have anything else going on at that point. You know, we were a dual physician family, You know, I was married to a cardiology fellow at that time. And I just worked every other weekend. Like, you know, I was tired, but it was fine. We were totally underpaid um, as pediatricians. And I just kept going. After I had my son and after I did all those things, despite experiencing this very deep love, I still felt like something was missing. Like I was like, I should be happy. I've achieved all the things, but I'm not. However, when I was in the moment, I didn't realize it. So therefore I didn't investigate it. I didn't give it any time. And maybe even sometimes I did notice that I felt so lonely. One of the things that I've noticed, especially with most of 
my clients who are women is that they're in marriages and relationships. And when you're in a marriage, there's an expectation to feel loved. There's an expectation to feel like you have a companion, someone to share your life with. And the most fascinating thing is that some of the most loneliest people I know are in marriages. Take a minute to think about that. If you're in a marriage or a long-term relationship, how do you feel? Do you feel like you have someone to share the good and the bad and the ugly? Or do you feel like everyone's on autopilot, doing their own thing, parallel playing? It's fascinating because many times we don't even think about this. We're so busy. There's no time to stop and evaluate our lives. And if you felt lonely, what do you do? What have you done in the past? Do you ask questions? Do you communicate with your partner? Do you troubleshoot? Another approach is to ignore it and pretend like it doesn't exist and keep doing all the things. And by keeping yourself busy, you think you're doing something like you're working more, you're taking care of the kids more, you're working out, right? Even that, all those different ways of buffering hides the real issue, the real problem. So take a minute and think about it. Are you feeling lonely in your relationships? And I think moms think this is hilarious because if you have younger children or just children and you live in a home where there's a lot of hustle and bustle, many women say, How can I be lonely? It's so loud here. I never get a minute to myself. And I want to say, yes, you can. You can feel lonely because it's noisy around you. It's chaotic. But your heart is not fulfilled. You're not feeling loved. And there's a lot of conditionality. That's how I felt. I had my son thinking I could experience this love, experience this joy, and it would make me feel better. And it did. I'm not going to lie, it did. It kept me busy. I was nursing. You know, boys get hangry, so literally nursing every two hours on the clock for six months. I know, it's nuts. This is why... When my boss came to me and said, hey, do you want to come back? I said, not now. I can't imagine being up all night and then being gone during the day and then again being up all night. And so they're willing to give me more time. But I didn't have anyone who I trusted to be with my most prized possession, my baby. 
And I trusted my parents, but they lived too far. So I told them, I'm taking a little break. I know, that's crazy. I'm a doctor. I took a break to take care of my baby and breastfeed. That's what I wanted to do. That's not what everyone wants to do. That's not the only way to do things. That's not the right or wrong way to do it. It's just my way. I wanted to do it. And I got a lot of slack about that from so many people. Even my parents asked me, they're like, well, what are you going to do? You know, you went to school for this many years. My anxiety was so high because now I have this being and he is my love and joy and if something happens to him I would be distraught so I let the anxiety lead me and guide me and there was a reason and purpose for all of this which we'll get into in our next episode but I was a machine I was constantly doing for my baby and many of you guys probably you know, hired help and also did the same, right? So much for your child, so much for yourself at work, not self, you know? And then I was taking care of my husband and he was in training and having a very rough time, very uninvolved, you know, with what was happening at home completely, right? And that's the the role that he played. And I let that be. I didn't even question any of it. Because I wanted to have a baby. And if I wanted to have a baby, it was my responsibility to take care of everything. And if he woke up, every single time he woke up, I had to get up and I took care of him. And I had to keep it quiet. Right? All these really dumb things I told myself, looking back on it, I was really torturing myself. Of course I was anxious. Of course I was feeling burnt out. I was exhausted. I told myself we had a a money story, right? Like we can't afford help. We can't we don't have money. And the only way we can get help is, you know, if family helps and no family was willing to help that I could actually utilize close enough. I kept digging and digging, 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 digging until I dug myself into a spot. I couldn't get out of I was alone yet I was exhausted I was taking full responsibility for everything thinking that's what I should do right because we've seen all the women growing up doing all the things right managing their professions managing the homes taking care of everyone I didn't even know that this is what I was doing to me I never advocated. I never asked for what I wanted. And I never stood up for myself to say, hey, it's not 100% my responsibility. But I took it because I wanted to control. That's something that I learned when everything fell apart in my personal life. I felt like the rug was pulled off underneath me. And when that happened, when I saw and when I experienced out of nowhere, everything came crashing down and I realized I was all alone in this. 
and the life that I thought I was living and the and the family that I thought I had was all in my head. There was no foundation. It was just me giving and giving and giving. It took me time to heal. It took me time to stop blaming myself for not seeing the truth, seeing who everyone was. I blamed myself for so long for allowing myself to get into such a bad spot. That's when I spent 40K in therapy, about about 40K. And I was so anxious and I was spinning and running through all the scenarios in my head, how I could have done things differently, how it wasn't fair, justice had to be served. The only person suffering was me. My therapist once told me, she said, you're drinking the poison pile and hoping that someone else hurts and suffers. That 40K helped me get to a place of stability, but I still felt very stuck. And at that point, I had two boys who I was responsible for. I was staying home, so I had to look for work. I had to do all the things, but I did it. And I got to a place of stability But it was a very dark, dark time. And I'm telling you all of this because your version of rock bottom can look very different. But that feeling of stuck, it's the same. Not until a friend asked me, Hey, Pyle, I need some clients for this coaching certification that I'm doing would you be interested and she's a you know good friend of mine and I said yeah sure in my brain I was thinking hey free therapy obviously I had no idea what it was starting that work and understanding that I could create anything in my life irregardless of how people showed up around me or what happened in my life was so empowering. In the next episode, we'll go into that journey. But today, I just want you guys to reflect. What did your rock bottom look like? Have you reached a place where you feel stuck? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe this is, you're just living your life and it's the best, good for you. But so many of us have a journey that's similar to mine. If you're feeling stuck and you're ready for help, reach out. I'm ready to help you. In the next episode, I'll show you that transformation that happened in my life and talk about it. But if you think you're ready to move forward, Just do it. 
Don't wait. We don't have to be stuck. You get to choose to get unstuck. And I'll help you. Have a wonderful day, ladies. Hey, if you're ready to advocate for yourself by listening to your inner voice so you can live in freedom, wake up every day with purpose, and enjoy your work and family, check out my website at www.pileguile.com. On the website, you'll have the opportunity to join my program, sign up for a free workshop, or just check out my blog. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please tell a friend, leave a review, or just reach out. I'd love to hear from you.